So before I begin this episode, there are a few people I need to thank for helping me set up this podcast. So the first person is Lynette. Girl, thank you so much for being my creative genius and supporting this vision. I'm so grateful to have you as a friend in my life. So thank you. And the other person that I need to thank is Rich, because who knew any story around taking back your power actually requires having a power source to your microphone. So thank you so much, because this podcast would not exist had it have not been for your advice on technology and microphones. So huge thank you to you both. Hey, so I'm Halesby and welcome to my podcast and my first episode of Self-Love Over Suffering. I've decided to make this podcast because I am a survivor of abuse. So I grew up experiencing multiple forms of abuse as a child, which then later manifested in experiencing abuse in intimate relationships as an adult as well. It's weird because it took until maybe about two or three years ago to actually have the realisation that what I'd been through was abuse because the way I'd grown up, for me, abuse was normal. I lived with constant fear for bad things happening to me. I had so much shame and guilt because I felt that when these bad things were happening that... I'd caused them or I deserved it and I just felt actually really isolated even though I had multiple people in my life I just felt that I couldn't really connect to people but finally with a hell of a lot of support from healthy beautiful people in my life I'm here and I'm able to share my story about how we don't have to be victims and we can actually choose to love ourselves despite what we go through in life. So the reason why I chose this first episode on loving ourselves and being committed to ourselves unconditionally is because it really sets the groundwork for opening ourselves up to heal and then ultimately loving ourselves as well. Even just a few years ago, I totally wasn't committed to myself. I never really listened to what I needed or had the ability to express my needs. And so instead, I just was constantly on the go. Like I was filled with anxiety. I was the token people pleaser. So doing everything for everyone, but not actually looking after myself. And I got to the point where I did burn out. And I do think that I was on the verge of a breakdown. So, but... The good thing that you do realize when you are on the brink of a breakdown is that it's your body's way of communicating that things need to change. And whilst it was a horrible period in my life, I'm actually really grateful for it because had that have not happened, I would still be in toxic relationships. I still wouldn't be able to express my needs. And importantly, I still wouldn't be able to be comfortable in my own skin and give myself compassion and love. So at that point when I was burning out, there was a huge change in me and 
there was a time in my life when I probably would have just jumped on Tinder and gone on dates with men just to make myself feel better. But there was something in me that just knew that that wasn't right for me, probably because I tried to do that in the past and it hadn't worked. So instead, I actually booked an appointment with a psychologist. I didn't know what they could do for me. I was terrified of them. I just expected that they were going to analyze me and just say that I was crazy. And like, because that's how I felt inside. But my first appointment was life changing. I just felt this weight come off my shoulders. And I know it was the best thing I ever could have done. And that was the one thing then that helped me realize that I could have a better life. But in order to do that, I needed to keep committing to myself and showing up for myself as well. As I kept going to psychology sessions, my eyes kept being opened to the fact that I had actually been through abuse. And I guess that some of the commitment that I made to myself was for the adult part of me who was present to be there for the scared Hales who was going through that abuse and I owed it to that scared part of me to do what I could to empower that part of me. I'm not going to say that going to psychology sessions is easy. I definitely say that it takes a lot of courage to go and particularly when I share about my experience I was opening up to someone who I hardly knew and I was speaking about things that I'd held inside and not spoken to anyone about for up to 30 years. What was also tough was for someone to say to me that's actually abuse and with that there came an enormous amount of grief. It was like as soon as I opened up the floodgates that all these bad experiences that I'd experienced, I'd blocked out all the feelings and emotions whilst I was in them. And all of a sudden I was starting to feel this raw emotion and pain, knowing now that what I'd been through was abuse. It was when I started to acknowledge that I had been through abuse that the panic attacks also started. So they were terrifying. I would fall to the floor. I couldn't move. I would cry. I would shake. They were absolutely terrifying because I didn't know why I was having them. But I now realise that they're definitely not a sign of weakness but it was actually because my body was now in a safe place so it was having panic attacks because it was actually processing some of the emotions that I wasn't able to feel back when the abuse was happening because it wasn't safe to. So I've just realised I'm probably not painting the best picture for committing to ourselves and loving ourselves unconditionally, where I'm talking about going to a psychologist, which started me having panic attacks. But there is method in the reason why I'm talking about it and sharing about it. And I guess that it's really important just to mention that 
the only way that we can heal is to go through the pain. So yeah, whilst I was having panic attacks and it was awful feeling all of these emotions, I needed to go through it. I needed to give myself the time to grieve and just feel the pain of what I'd been through as well. There was a period during that time where I did start feeling a victim. There was a lot of times where I felt, why me? I was sad. Um, There was a lot of times where I thought, how could people who loved me hurt me the way they did? There were also times where I thought that just not working on myself would be a lot easier. I could have just given up, but I had to remind myself why I was doing this important work. And it was for a better life for myself, not just my present self, but also being there for the scared part of me inside, the scared part that had been through so much abuse that deserved a better life and needed me to be fully committed to myself. So I actually did the opposite to giving up. As I say this now, I'm looking down at a ring that I wear all the time and it's actually a ring that signifies my commitment to myself. So in wedding vows, we might commit ourselves to someone else saying that we'll love them in sickness and in health. Well, this ring signifies that I will be there for myself no matter what. So on the good days, I'll be there. But for the bad days, I'll be there for myself even more. So when I do have those days filled with grief and anxiety, instead of berating myself, I've actually said to myself that that's okay. And then I've said to myself, what do I need in order to make myself feel better? and so that I feel loved. So nowadays I'm thankful for the commitment that I have to myself. I can say that I'm able to look in the mirror now and actually feel love for myself rather than the hate and shame I used to feel. I'm also more in tune with my body now and actually listening to what my body needs. So if I'm tired, I let myself rest. I can't tell you how good the joy of missing out is when if I'm tired, I might just say to people, I can't do this thing because I need to rest and look after myself rather than keeping on pushing myself way past my limits. I've also said goodbye to relationships that were no good for me. So the ones where they weren't reciprocal, where I was probably putting in too much effort and ones where I just ultimately wasn't feeling good about myself in those relationships. So yeah, this past few years have been full of so, so much change and I couldn't have had all this change had it have not been for the commitment that I have to myself to be there for myself during the good and the bad times that I've been going through. So I just want to thank everyone who has listened to this episode. As I've said, for years I've lived with shame. So even a few years ago, I would never have imagined that I'd be sharing my story with people and being so vulnerable as I am now. So I really want to thank people for listening. 
So I'm going to leave you now and I'm going to leave you with a short snippet of a beautiful song by Hammett called Cliffside. And when you're listening to it, I just want you to take the time to think about ways in your life that maybe you can commit to yourself a bit more. <laughs> 